Sometimes life is truly amazing. In so many places, the rainbow flag is waving proudly, while the flag of the Confederacy, the flag of oppression, is finally coming down. On this Pride Shabbat, as we celebrate God's beautifully amazing creative diversity and continue to work for freedom and acceptance for all, we can stop and take note that out of the depths of the horror that occurred in South Carolina, there is movement towards redemption. Corporations and political leaders and so many people acknowledge that the language of hatred and the symbols of hatred do inspire violence and so must be discredited. And the members of that grieving community in their expression of incredible graciousness and forgiveness, well, they have inspired so many to look beyond the pain and try to bring true change. Well, after an arduous struggle, the same is finally coming true when it comes to oppression against LGBT people in this country. The Supreme Court's decision on equal marriage for all was long in coming, and it was a result on the part of courage of those LGBT people to stand up and demand equal rights, showing the beauty and the wonder of their families. Yes, it was long in coming, but it is received with joy and with hope today. That these American families have acted with graciousness, and I pray that they too will also offer we who oppressed them forgiveness. That will be a blessing to give to all Americans. Because in this country, change is truly in the air. The journey towards dignity and freedom for all that not long ago seemed as if it would, it would never bring us forward. Well, it's finally leading us to a better place. You may have seen it on NPR a few weeks ago. Vincent Ferlinghetti was interviewed. That owner of City Lights Books, supporter of the beat poets and writers like Jack Kerouac. He's also so famous for having published Allen Ginsberg's How and for then facing down obscenity charges after its publication. I love his poetry and his vision and the fact that I live in the same town as he does and that this iconic figure at age 96, Ferlinghetti, still walks about North Beach and is still connected to the important work of helping improve this world. And in that interview, he recalled the activity that brought about change in this city, leading ultimately to change and freedom of speech in the country. In just my lifetime, he noted, he has seen San Francisco and this country transformed. His words and recent events made me consider how far we are able to move as a society in a relatively short time if we so choose to make our way down the road to change. Engaging in the journey one step at a time, despite setbacks, if we endure, change can come. 
Sometimes we have to follow a heroic person's wake as the waters of oppression are parted first by those brave figures like Ferlinghetti and Harvey Milk and Martin and Gloria Steinem. Their willingness to go forward makes it possible for us to follow. But when we follow, change can come. That's the lesson of today. In our Torah portion this Shabbat, Kukat, we hear about the Israelites' journey forward after they experience tremendous disappointment. Our Parsha picks up just after the revolt of Korach, Moses' trusted lieutenant. It picks up after the debacle of the spies who caused a lack of faith in the people and God when they warned them that their promised land was filled with giants. And so they could never hope to overcome, they could never bring about the real change for they felt like grasshoppers when thinking about the challenge. Well, these were two of the great disappointments of the Torah. Moses and the people nonetheless endured. You shall spend 40 years in the wilderness, God tells the Israelites, and your children, who will have no slave mentality, well, they'll come out of the closet, and they will finally be able to lead you forward. In our Parsha, 38 years suddenly pass. In just a few paragraphs, it's pretty amazing. The 40 years of wandering begin to come to an end. And in those few paragraphs, we hear about how the Israelites moved forward, step by step, at times avoiding conflict, and then gaining the courage to stand up against those who would put them down. The number 40 represents a generation, and it seems long. But the commentators note that it's one-tenth of the time that they spent as slaves in Egypt. Despite setbacks, our ancestors kept going forward. And along the way, they gained strength. Yes, they had to be strategic. They had to remain determined but they kept moving down the road to their true liberation. And finally, by the end of the Parsha, as they prepare to enter the Promised Land, they become a force to be reckoned with. So as we celebrate Pride Shabbat, let us take note that in our lifetime, that which we thought would never change, doesn't it feel good? It's indeed changing. In just a few paragraphs of our lifetime, when the community began to really stand up and challenge the status quo after years of suffering, we were able to make it through the wilderness and come to the border of our promised land. May this acknowledgement give us the courage to keep pursuing other change we know must inevitably come. We know we have a while to go as we work against gun violence, against racism, and against the new anti-Semitism that shows itself as anti-Zionism. We have a while to go to work to bring peace between nations, helping us to study war no more. 
We know it may take a generation to reverse global warming and the ongoing destruction of biodiversity. But let us take heart and realize that despite disappointments and setbacks, each step that we take forward, well, it's a step towards the realization of our dreams. It is a step towards the promised land. And so let us keep walking, inspired by Torah and the values of this tradition in which God asks us to not lose hope, but to bring our healing to the world, reaching for redemption, for a better future for all. Change came today. Let the blessed journey continue. Amen. Amen.